Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Well, it's not the big show. It is not the big show. Maybe the humongous program. Maybe. Maybe. Big show, Paul White has signed with AEW. He is yes. all elite. So shocking. Yes, very much. Uh, Jason, other than that shocking news this week, how was your week? It was pretty good. Um, I can't complain any at all, uh, other than the fact that it was 80 degrees yesterday. Yeah. What, what is this nonsense? 17 degrees a week ago, 80 yesterday. Uh, <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. Well, mine was pretty good. Uh, can't complain about anything. Yeah. Had, yeah. had some good stuff happen at work, so, yeah. We are uh, we are recording on a Saturday this week. What? Instead of our normal Sunday. Had some things come up this weekend, so uh, I want to I wanna let everybody know that. And since I normally work on Saturdays, Unfortunately, we're not drinking anything this week. It just is what it is. It is, it is what it is. Uh, we'll get uh, back to whiskeys uh, here next week. Maybe maybe we'll do two next week or something. You know, you never know. Yeah, you know, we we do. We keep saying this, but we do need to get back to some new whiskeys. So maybe uh, we'll stop by Big Dog Liquor and uh, and check it out. Sounds like a plan. Um, um, shall we? Shall we hit our our coverage so that we can? Dive on into yeah. What let's we want to talk let's about. dive on in. Uh, I'll start with the elimination chamber. All right, because uh, that was Sunday evening. Uh, we had the pre-show. We had Mustafa Ali, John Morrison, Ricochet, and Elias in a fatal four-way for a spot in the U.S. title match. John Morrison won that. Daniel Bryan won the SmackDown Chamber uh, and then faced Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. I had to think about which champion. Roman is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman Roman won that handily. Uh, we saw Bobby Lashley versus Riddle versus John Morrison for the U.S. title match in which Riddle won. We have a new U.S. champion in Riddle. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax defended their women's tag titles against Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, and they retained. Uh, then we got the Raw Chamber where Drew won, after which... Bobby Lashley came out and destroyed Drew, and The Miz cashed in his money in the bank, and we have a new WWE champion in The Miz. Moving to Raw, uh, Raw kicked off with a Miz TV segment. Led into John Morrison versus Riddle for the U.S. title, where Riddle wins and retained. Uh, we had New Day versus Retribution, where New Day won. Uh, we had the Hurt Business versus Lucha House Party, where the Hurt Business won. We had Angel Garza versus Damian Priest, where obviously Damian Priest won. Asuka and Charlotte versus Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, uh, where uh, Shayna and Nia won. That was for the women's titles as well. Uh, then we had Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus, where Sheamus wins. Uh, Naomi and Lana versus Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, where Naomi and Lana won. AJ Styles versus Ricochet, where AJ wins. 
then we had the main event, which was set up in the Miss TV segment, was Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley, where the stipulation was if Braun Strowman won, then at Fastlane there would be a triple threat title for the a triple threat for the Mrs. Title. Uh, Lashley won. And that was raw. That was raw. Uh, moving over to NXT, we started the night off with Dexter Loomis versus Johnny Gargano. Uh, Dexter Loomis won. That was a great match. Tyler Rust versus Leon Ruff. This went to no contest as Isaiah... Isaiah <laughs> I was doing so well. <laughs> uh, Swerve came out and attacked Ruff before the match. We then saw Zoe Stark versus Io Shirai which EO won kind of weird that they had Zoe who just debuted last week mm-hmm. immediately go and lose to EO. Uh, we got to see Casey Catanzaro versus um, Zia Lee, which went to a ref stoppage because Zaya just completely destroyed Casey. Uh, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick versus the grizzled young veterans. Of course, the grizzled young veterans win that afterwards. We saw an interesting, um, Segment. We'll talk more about that. And then uh, we finally, after like three false starts to this thing over the last couple weeks, we finally get to see Karrion Cross versus Santos Escobar in a no DQ match. And Karrion Cross won. Moving to AEW, we kicked off with John Moxley versus uh, Baby Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Where, of course, Moxley won uh, very, very quickly. Yeah. Uh, we saw Team Taz of Brian Cage and Ricky Starks versus Varsity Blondes, where, of course, Cage and Starks won. Uh, Jake Hager versus Brian Cutler, where Hager won. Hangman Page versus Isaiah Cassidy, where Hangman won. Uh, we had the elim- one of the Eliminator Tournament, or Eliminator eh, Women's. Title Eliminator Tournament Match. I'm contagious Good now, Good Lord, apparently. the amount of words in that. <laughs> uh, Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose, where Nyla won. Gotta say, that's a little shocking. Yeah, uh, I actually expected uh, Britt to win. Yeah, I did too. Uh, then we saw a ladder match qualifier uh, for the ladder match at Revolution of Ray Phoenix versus Lance Archer. The the face of the Revolution ladder match? Yeah. Stop with the weird names. Uh, where Lance Archer won. And that was AEW. All right, so for SmackDown, we had Otis and Chad Gable versus Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Otis and Chad won. We got Apollo Crews versus Shinsuke Nakamura, which Apollo won. We had Tamina versus Liv Morgan, where Tamina won. Bianca Belair made made her decision on who she will be challenging for WrestleMania. Uh, and, of course, that's Sasha Banks. Uh, Street Profits versus Corbin and Sami Zayn, in which the Street Profits win. And Daniel Bryan versus Jay Uso. If Daniel Bryan wins, he gets a Universal Championship match at Fastlane. It went to a double countout. Mm-hmm. So, that was this week in wrestling. Of course, the big news this week was what we started the show off with. Big Show signing Paul White is all elite. Yeah, um, apparently, uh, like this shocked all of us, right? Oh yeah, like it was big news. You know, usually you see, usually you see like, 
a little bit of Twitter dispute, a little bit here, a little bit there. So you're kind of like, all right, they're 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 not going to resign their contract or or whatever the case may be. Uh, Big Show was just on Raw here in January. I yeah, think, at, at their Legends, Legends reunion, um, which from the rumoring, that show was a major reason that he decided to step away from WWE. Um, uh, they couldn't come to a financial term on his contract. Yeah, apparently they couldn't come to terms on his contract. I, I've been making, and maybe this is the wrong way to think about it, but I was, I've been thinking a lot about, um, what was it, ninety three ish, ninety four ish, Macho Man WCW mm-hmm. situation, where Vince was done with Macho Man. Yeah, Macho was going to be on commentary. That was all Vince ever saw for him. And so Macho packed his bag and he went to WCW and wrestled for another eight years. Yeah. Um, I've been kind of wondering if that's the same thing with Big Show. Does, is Vince kind of, okay, thank oh. you for, for what you've done, but it, it I, I don't see any future for you. And where Show isn't quite ready to hang the boots up yet. Yeah, well, they, they announced, so the announcement said that Show is going to be uh, – one of the main commenters on uh, their new it? show. It's, it's going to be dark, uh, dark evolution or dark rise up or something, something like, like that. that yeah. Uh, and it's going to be on Monday nights at seven uh, on YouTube on YouTube. Uh, so he's going to be commenting on that uh, while getting back in ring shape. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see the WWE saying, Hey, you know, uh, we really don't have anything for you. Uh, with the big show, I don't get why uh, fully because you you still have people from his era still very active. Yeah, I mean, um, certainly big show, and I mean this with the the most utmost respect for Paul White, but but certainly he is in the twilight of his career. Yeah, I mean he he's at the end of his career. He's no, in his no late forties, early fifties. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, but he's got himself into amazing shape you know, these last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, he had gotten um, very out of shape. He had gotten he had gotten very, uh, whether you want to call it lazy, whether you want to call it, you know, just not doing anything. So there wasn't anything for him to really keep up, you know, whatever the case may be. But the last time he was on TV in a in a wrestling uh, type situation. He looked damn good. Yeah, you know, what was uh, it? it was a couple of years ago where he got just into yeah. ridiculous shape. Like, the man had abs. Yeah. He yeah. hasn't had abs since the 90s. Then, but then he got sick. He had an infection uh, that, that was persistent. Yeah. He had the, he has this Netflix show that's going on. Well, I think, I think it's, it's been canceled. canceled now, which I think was part of why he was Could able be. to sign for AEW. Um, so, I mean, you had all of this stuff going on. That uh, to hear to see that like when I first ran across it, I, I ran through it on Twitter, just you know, doom scrolling. Yeah, and uh, you know, it says Paul White is all elite, and at first I thought, eh, good joke, you know, because mm-hmm. there for a while, anybody. Oh yeah, getting, I mean, was getting put in the so and so is all elite, right? Uh, I mean, we're constantly sending each other jokes like that yeah. when somebody's upset, you know. Then. I noticed that that was tweeted from the legit AEW Twitter account. And I, you know, I sent it to our group. I was like, what? And I saw that. I immediately went and checked it out on a couple of the different uh, dirt sheets. 
and he's he's all elite. And there it is. I mean, I actually expected him to make an appearance Wednesday night. I did too. Um, I expected an appearance, or at least an announcement, of something. You know, something um, something major to say. Hey, you know, we've got the humongous program. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe they're saving it for Revolution. Uh, I think for so. Him to become an on air type thing. Maybe they're they're not wanting to do He's, the on air thing at all right now. I I think he debuts following the Shaq Cody match. Maybe he debuts um, and uh, challenges Shaq. Maybe. And I, I don't know if they do this because I don't know if Cody allows this, but maybe Shaq is about to win mm-hmm. and show appears to cost Shaq the match. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was a thing here several, several years ago where Shaq and uh, Big Show were supposed to have a match in WWE. Yeah. But Shaq, you know, couldn't get into the right shape. WWE was never happy with what Shaq was doing. Right. I don't I don't think I think Shaq was just like, yeah, I'm just going to go do it. Yeah. He's probably still in very good shape from running up and down the court. Yeah. You know. I mean, I'm not saying that he's he's in yeah, ring shape. I'm not saying right, that right, he's right. in that he could go back and play NBA. But you know, the man he's got to have decent cardio. And if he's maintained that at all, which he doesn't look like he's gotten a whole lot bigger since he retired. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of guys, they, they blow up once they stop playing, but I don't think Shaq really has. Right. And, and, you know, the thing is like, like WWE said, they didn't, they didn't want him in the ring, blah, 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 blah. So here's AEW doing it. Um, then you sign the big show, man, that's a perfect callback. Oh yeah. You know, we'll see what happens, I guess. I mean, there was several years ago where Shaq showed up, I think in the Andre, the giant battle Royal. Mm-hmm. And I realized Shaq is bigger than show. Yeah. I didn't know that before then. But when I saw them standing next to each other, I was I was awestruck. Mm-hmm. Because Shaq is bigger than the big show. Right. I was so pumped. Even though I knew it was just going to be like an exhibition style match that wasn't going to be much substance to it. I was so pumped to see them go one-on-one at Mania. Oh, me too. It, it would have been cool. Look. And then it didn't happen, and I, you know, I was blue-balled. Look. <laughs> any of these celebrity matches that happen, do they suck? Absolutely. And we can go back to all of them. I mean, we can the, look but at they're Dennis not. Dennis Rodman. You can look at Ewing. You can look at... Mayweather. Uh, Mayweather. You can look at... Hell, go all the way back, Mr. T. You know, dig any of these celebrities that came in and I'm going to wrestle. Yeah, you know the football thing that they did in the the late '80s, I think, uh, with the, the Chicago Bears. Yeah, you know, they were terrible matches, but they were a spectacle and a half to watch yeah, because they were entertaining. Here is here is a I hate to use this term, but a real sport crossing over with wrestling. Yeah. You know, whether we as wrestling fans, you know, we can argue all day long, you know, it takes a spot of an actual wrestler, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it does. But it also it does, but it also brings eyes, eyes and, and that's the, the key. Product. That and, and that is finding that balance now, of more eyes versus Now that said, going all the way to the other end where you had like David Arquette be the the WCW champion for a while, that was too much. That was too far. David and, Arquette involved. Absolutely. I'm yeah. on board. 
Bad Bunny being involved. Whether I like him or not, being I, involved, if it brings more eyes to wrestling. Here, here's my thing. Okay. With, here's my thing with Bad Bunny. I don't listen to his music. I don't know anything about him. I nothing him. Right. He's Same in, here. He's involved. Great. Whatever. It doesn't do anything for me, but I'm not the target audience for Bad Bunny. You know? But yeah, right. I agree with you. David Arquette, that was Vince Russo trying to get people to click and not thinking long term. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest downfall of a Vince Russo booking is what can I do right now to get the most conversation? Yep. Not what is this going to do down the road? Right. And and that's the that's the problem with modern wrestling as a whole, it well, seems yeah. like. Yeah. You and I mean even Arquette, I watched um there's a documentary out on Hulu mm-hmm. about Arquette because he's gone back into training and Arquette has started wrestling and he's doing it the right way this time. He's actually going, he's training and he's wrestling the independent circuit. Nearly died. He nearly died because his jugular was cut mm-hmm. and it was Jungle Boy who drove him to the hospital. Yeah, and he, um, he released a, a statement after that too, you know, talking about how uh, he... he underestimated uh, these death matches. He he thought they were all gimmick. He thought they were stupid. Yeah. That's why he took one on, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, he yeah. nearly died. He, he nearly died. And he's always been a fan of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And even at the time when they gave him the title, he didn't want it. Yeah. But they convinced him that it would be a good thing. And one of the things he talks about in this this documentary is that he doesn't understand why the fans hate him so much and why the wrestlers, the boys that weren't there Mm -hmm. hate him It's because he was doing what they booked him to do. And so he was trying to work and get some respect back. Yeah. And it's the mentality of that whole, like I, like I said a moment ago, you're a celebrity and you took a spot yeah. from one of the boys, right? Yeah. The people that were in WCW at the time, and, and I'll be honest, I, I felt the same way. Man, why, why? And I feel that way. I still feel that way. Yeah. When you have a celebrity or a, you know, an, an, a legend that shouldn't be in the ring still, like a Goldberg or something like that, that's wrestling, you know, I, I get the. That could have been Mustafa Ali. That could have been Ricochet. That could have been. Mustafa uh, Ali's character. If they would just give him the right booking, that character is amazing. Yeah. And Mustafa is killing it on the Twitter game. And Yeah, absolutely. But and in ring, in the way that they're booking that whole Retribution storyline, it's not working. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, any of these spots that your your David Arquette's, your your Snoop Dogs, your, yeah. your Shaq's, your whatever are taking, it could be one of those guys. Um and I hate that as a wrestling fan. Looking at it in a, a term of, I want wrestling to succeed, I want wrestling yeah. to continue, hey, let's get more people watching it, let's, you know, get more money, let's do that. Um, but it's like you said, you know, it's not David Arquette's fault that he was booked that way. Yeah. Right? It, it's not. And, you know, like, I mean, they, they show footage in this in this documentary of DDP talking about it. I guess he and DDP are friends mm-hmm. and stayed friends from that day. And DDP's like, he didn't want it. 
Yeah. He didn't want this. He knew what this meant, and he didn't want it, yet they still had him do it. Because he's a wrestling fan. Now, the ones that aren't fans, like, are that are, and that's why I see, like, that's why I brought up Bad Bunny, because apparently he's a big wrestling fan. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm perfectly okay with the celebrities that are big wrestling fans being involved in it because hey that's you know they're there for it right yeah they're they're there the ones that just showed up to make a payday like Dennis Rodman mm-hmm. uh, like uh, I forget who it was um, um, the other basketball player Carl Carl Malone yeah they didn't care they could care less about wrestling they were there for money they were there because they were told hey you're a big star we'll give you you know fifty thousand dollars to be here. And they said probably more like probably a million more. And they said, all right, I like money. And yeah. there they go. It's like the, like all the raw GM bullshit that they did several years ago, you know, and, and continued onwards. Um, those guys weren't wrestling fans. John Stewart is not a wrestling fan. I like John Stewart. Yeah. John Stewart is not a wrestling fan. John Stewart had no business being involved in a main event match with Cena and, talking about how he didn't want Ric Flair's record being broken, even though Flair was the bad guy here and Cena was good. And it made no sense. That was just a, hey, you're a popular celebrity. Let's put you on our show. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. It is, you know, it's, it's an interesting dynamic and, and something that is very tough to get across. But going back to what we said, when it's done right and when it's the right thing, like – even of us as huge wrestling fans who know that they're taking away, potentially taking away a spot for one of the boys. I still want to see big show versus Shaq. Yeah. Um, and I have no idea if Shaq cares at all about wrestling. Right. I I still want to see it because it's a spectacle. Mm -hmm. Um, let's talk about elimination chamber a little bit. Yeah. So what'd Uh, you think? Man, I enjoyed elimination chamber. Um, I like the setup for Bobby Lashley and Drew. Yeah. Um, let's face it. I don't see Miz making it past Fastlane as the champion. I don't either. I think that this was the story to pull the title off of Drew, to put it onto Bobby. I, I think you're right. So that Drew has a chase to Mania mm-hmm. off of an incredibly dominantly booked heel yeah. in Bobby Lashley. Um, they're also planning on um, uh, fans being at Mania this year. Mm-hmm. Not not tons, but, you know, I think, what was it, 30,000, 35,000? Yeah, like, like 25, 30,000, someone like that. Which we say is not a ton, but 25, 30,000 people. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think Tropicana Field's, uh, like, Capacity though is somewhere in like the fifty sixty thousand range. So yeah, you know we're talking fifty percent capacity. Um, so I know they're building to that. Um, I know that people I'm have hoping... been dropping the rumors that um, Lesnar could be coming Ugh. back. Uh, I'm, I'm, be- I'm, I'm, because you know there's there's a bunch of people and I'm one of them. I would love uh, to see a Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. I wouldn't mind seeing that, but I don't. But want I don't the want the title tied involved. up in it. Um, what I'm hoping to see here maybe is, you know, Drew won the title last year at Mania with no, uh, with the no fanfare, fanfare no and he was red hot. Yeah. So I'm hoping maybe that's what they're building here. Maybe we have uh, the Miz drop it to to Lashley at Fastlane. Then we have Drew is versus. It, 
Isn't he facing uh, Lashley next week? I was thinking it was at Fastlane. Yeah, he is. He, he's, it's on, yeah, it's on he Raw is. next week. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it It'd is. be... Have that match. Have something happen. Lashley doesn't win it on Raw. Put it to Fastlane. Put it to Fastlane. Lashley wins there. And then we have Drew versus Black Lesnar uh, at, at WrestleMania. You know? Yeah. I think, I think maybe... Because Drew beat Brock last year, mm-hmm. got his title, got no pop because no, no there was fans, no fans. No nothing. There was no fans. There was no Thunderdome. There was no nothing. Yeah. Maybe this year we have it. We got some fans. And Drew gets the mania moment that he deserves. Yeah. Um, now, what's going to be interesting to see with fans at Mania, does WWE continue to pump crowd noise in? Of course they do. And if they They've do. doing that anyway. If they do, do they try to pump chance in? Because that is the most annoying thing when I, I watch wrestling <laughs> right now is when they try to you hear pump the chants and you're looking at Thunderdome and nobody's mouths are moving. Yeah, like I noticed it when the yes chant, uh, when the this is awesome chants, and and all that kind of, and it's like, guys, I'm cool with you because they finally have reached a level where it is not awful for the background crowd noise. I think yes, that we still see the chance. I think, I think they go the route that they have talked about in the past. That, that's well, they've never uh, officially, they've never officially acknowledged that they do this, but you know, it's they all do. over the place. Um, muting the crowd mics mm-hmm. and pumping in the response they want. You know, when when the crowd starts cheering for heel Kevin Owens, and they mute everybody and pump in boos. You know that kind of thing. Um, I think we see that. Uh, yeah. So, and it's harder for the fans to override those yeah. when there's only half capacity there. It's half capacity. They're uh, going to be spread out. Exactly. You know, we're we're not going to see. This is not going to be a yes movement, yes chant, right? I mean, so. But um, yeah. Uh, overall, I really enjoyed. I, the Elimination Chamber. It was I, a decent show throughout I, the night. I liked what that they gave Cesaro such a prominent mm-hmm. uh, role. I mean, he pinned Randy. Yeah. Didn't he? I think so. No, no Kofi no. pinned Randy. Yeah. Um, but Cesaro had a, a strong run. And yeah, Cesaro had a super strong run. Moving on to, to SmackDown, they are full on moving to Cesaro versus Seth. Seth. Yeah, which um, is great. I mean, Seth's a main event player, so... I didn't mention it in the rundown, but Cesaro basically came out. Seth tried to talk him down, and Cesaro just sat there and spun him around for a minute. Yeah, exactly. And and spunning through a commercial break, didn't he? No, I don't think it was through a commercial break. uh, That was last week. That was last week, yeah. Uh, But no, he he spun him around. So they're, they're full bore into Seth. Versus Cesaro, and I think Cesaro comes out on top. Mm, I hope so. Um, he definitely deserves it. He is definitely capable of being a world champion. And he would be an amazing world champion. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, Cesaro is one of those that if if I saw uh, Claudio Castagnoli is all elite within five, six months, he's going to have a strap. Yeah. Pure and simple. Yeah. 
Now, granted, we won't be seeing that for a while because he did just resign his contract with WWE. Um, yeah, I, I think I think he probably retires in WWE at this too. point. Which, uh, he's he's in his late thirties, I think. I mean, he hasn't been treated great by WWE, but he hasn't been treated bad. No, I mean he's multiple he's, time tag team champion. I uh, would say he's definitely a Hall of Famer. I would too. Um, multiple time tag team champion with several different um, partners. I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh yeah. Not that WWE has ballots, but right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought that match was good. I thought the, I, I keep going back and forth on the Rain storyline. Like one I week like it's it, so good, it, one I week like it's it, so bad, it. one week it's so good, one week it's so bad, and it's yeah. just like, um, it, it just the storyline is too wishy washy for me. Like overall, I. I really loved it when it started. But, and, Overall and, now, I'm very, 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 very just, eh. It was weird this week because you have Edge, who's a face yeah. currently. Daniel Bryan goes out and interrupts Reigns early on in the night. And then right after that segment, Edge goes into Pierce's office and is like, hold up, what's up here? Why is Daniel Bryan getting a title opportunity yeah. before my match at Mania? Mm-hmm. What? Well, you know, and but the thing is, they do that every damn year. You have Rumble, where you name the 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 WrestleMania main one event, of the, one of the WrestleMania main event contenders, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have Elimination Chamber, which is supposed to name the other one, or historically, it's been the one that they use. Okay, a guy from SmackDown won Rumble, so a guy from Raw is going to win in the Chamber, so and, we'll and have a contender. Yeah, for or or they set it up to transfer the title from one person yeah. to another so that they, they can get the match they want to get the match they want at WrestleMania. Fastlane is the most inconsequential uh, pay per view they have. Yeah, personally, well, they got rid of it. I don't think it. they got. I don't even think they had it last year. I don't think they did. Um. And the only reason they added it back is because they decided to push Mania back by a week or two. Yeah. So it's just kind of there. It's just, it's pointless because you, you can't tell me that you're going to do all of this build for Roman Reigns versus Edge at WrestleMania and then at Fastlane, Roman's going to lose the belt. No. You can't tell me that you're going to start this build of Drew McIntyre trying to get his title back and then and something happens at, at Fastlane and... For the love of God, because it looks like they might be considering putting Daniel Bryan involved in this Roman Reigns Edge storyline. Mm-hmm. Don't. For the love of God, do not. Yes, please don't. It does not need to be a triple threat. Edge versus Roman is going to be a knockdown instant classic. Yep. Or it should be. Throwing Daniel Bryan in there is just going to completely screw it up. Exactly. And, and which is why they're going to do it. it. We can't we can't have a Mania main event be one Titan versus another. We have to have three. Look at what they did with Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda. That was going to that should have been Becky and Ronda from the get-go and all of a sudden, hey, Charlotte's in there now. And now Charlotte doesn't understand why everybody hates her when she comes right. in and gets title opportunities. It's because we want to see all these other women have opportunities. Yep. 
Exactly. I like Charlotte. I do too. She, she is, is amazingly talented in the ring. She has a killer character. Yep. I she, don't need her constantly going for the titles. Right. I need her helping to build everybody else and getting a title once every year or so. Um, or a title opportunity. Maybe not getting the title, but a title opportunity. I don't need her every single time that she shows up. I'm in the title picture immediately. Look, I like Charlotte. Like you said, she she is one of the most talented women they have on the roster. That said, she doesn't. Charlotte has moved beyond title at this point. Yeah, Charlotte should be in her. But this is the problem with WWE and their their women's division. It is a super deep women's division, but they can only seem to write one good storyline. At a time across both shows. Yeah. And it just so happens most of the time one of the titles is involved. Charlotte should be having her own story with Lacey. Can't now, of course, because pregnant. But Charlotte should be having her own story that is irrelevant to anything else that's going on in the women's division. I I think that that was the plan. I think that the Lacey thing was the plan. Right. But But I think they're pivoting now. She's still involved with, like, Asuka, who's the women's title on Raw, by the way, in case Mm -hmm. you forgot, because... She hasn't she defended hasn't it. She hasn't defended it. Um, I think that they, with Lacey getting pregnant, I think they've pivoted and we're going to see Asuka versus Charlotte again at which Mania. Which I don't want to see. I, I, I'm okay with Asuka losing the belt. I don't want it to happen, but they have booked her so bad, so poorly that I think most fans don't care at this point, and I'm pretty sure that was their point. You know, let's book Asuka. Let's book her so haphazard. Let's put her in tag matches. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. So that you don't cheer for her. You don't like her. So that when we take the belt off of her and tell you who you'll like. Well, they didn't intend for Asuka to be a face. Yeah. They didn't intend for Asuka to be a face, but they had Becky get pregnant. Mm -hmm. That immediately, and because of the way that they announced the pregnancy, immediately turned Oscar face. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing when Michael Cole was just red hot as a heel commentator. Yep. But Jerry Lawler had the heart attack on screen and Michael Cole reacted as a human being to tell everybody what was happening. He couldn't be a heel after that. Right. Last year, Oscar could not be a heel. And with... Charlotte on NXT and then Charlotte gone. They didn't have anybody who was a strong enough face to carry the raw women's brand. And do you know why that is? Because they don't book storylines correctly. Exactly. Because instead of treating their women's tag team titles as a separate title, it's got to constantly be involved with the women's title yep. of one brand or the other or yep. both. Yep. It doesn't need to be that way. They should have never broken up the Iconics. They should be treating uh, the Riot Squad better. Oh, God, by uh, far. Now you've got Tamina and Natalia who are tag teaming and could be a very dominant tag team to help elevate the Riot Squad, the Iconics. Um, the newer teams. Any other well, women, any other women's teams that you want to have because you, you have these two 
very talented women in Tamina and Natalia. Natalia maybe more so than and, than Tamina. But they have the name, and yeah, they could elevate exactly. these newer tag teams. I want, and I don't think it's going to happen, but next week on NXT, we're going to see Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I'd love to see them win the belt. And I want Dakota Kai and Raquel to win. That and I want awesome. them to start touring the three shows and destroy everybody. That would be awesome. It's not going to happen. No. But it would be awesome. Um, and it's just because WWE doesn't know how to book the women's division. AEW is no better. No. AEW is worse. I will, I will say AEW is worse. But AEW being worse is fine. I don't want to say it's fine because it's not. But look at the talent on the WWE women's roster mm-hmm. versus the AEW roster. It's night and day. Yeah. So I can kind of, I can give AEW a small pass on their women's division. Well, I will because say. Because it's not very deep. It's not very deep. AEW's women's division was struck a huge blow yeah. um, from the very beginning. couldn't come over here? Well, from the very beginning. Because I think that they were going to build their division around, um, what was her name? Um, Kylie. Oh, Kylie Ray. Yeah. Was it Kylie Ray? Kylie Ray. Yeah. yeah. I think they were going to build it around Kylie. Uh, Bailey 2.0. Um, well, that's what everybody called it. Yeah. But Even though she was doing the gimmick before Bailey was. Yeah. Um, they were going to build it around Kylie. And when Kylie couldn't do it yeah. and stepped down, they scrambled. Yeah. And well, well, you have. That original women's roster was pretty decent. You had her. You had Britt. Yeah. Uh, which I know we gave Britt a lot of crap. Well, she, but Britt has steadily improved. She's steadily she put improved. the work in to improve. You know, you, you've got Nyla, mm-hmm. you've got uh, Statlander. Statlander, you, you've got. So you, you were building pretty decently here, and then Statlander gets hurt. Kylie, Kylie left, Statlander gets hurt. You turn Britt got Britt, hurt. Britt got hurt, you turn her heel because you don't have any heels. Um,. Brandy was never a wrestler. When when they brought Riho in and they put so much on Riho, and we, we talked about this ourselves recently. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we talked about it on air or not. It's tough for me to buy Riho as a legitimate threat. Yeah. She's talented. She's good in the ring. I'm all for it. It's tough for me to buy her as a threat to somebody like Nyla. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, um, and, and, and you know, I think we had t- we even discussed it, and, and I don't think it was on air. But you and I talked about like with with Rey Mysterio, right? Mysterio yeah. being as small as he is, but even with as small as Mysterio is, dude's still jacked. Yeah, and they always told a good story. Of, they always told a really good David Goliath story yeah. with him versus whoever he was fighting by him being so quick. He could run around the Undertaker. He could run around uh, yeah, the he, Giant. He was able, to, and he'd, he'd focus on their legs. He'd and focus on their legs. He'd and do, take them out to get yeah. them down on the ropes to hit the 619. Yeah, he'd do, he'd do, you know, five kicks to their thighs while he ran out and then run away while they tried to grab him, you know? And you don't see Ray go for submission holds. No. Ray is kicks. Mm-hmm. He is. He is quick strikes and get um, out of the way. 
you know, he is, let me reverse this power bomb into something. Yeah. Uh, you know, Rio, on the other hand, they didn't book her that way. They tried to book Rio as a strong fighter. Yeah, that she can just take and, the punishment and, and I get don't right back buy up. That uh, I would buy it ver- of her versus, like, say, Emi Sakura, because um, Emi Sakura is not super big. Um, I would buy it to an extent of her versus say Britt Baker, because Britt's not exactly a big person either. No, I don't buy it versus Nyla. I wouldn't buy it versus Statlander. I don't buy it versus Sheeta. Yeah, and I mean, let's uh, let's talk about Sheeta for a minute. We were head over heels for Sheeta. Mm-hmm. Where is she? She had that last match with Abaddon that she won, and she hasn't been on TV since. Where is she? Why hasn't she been? Because she was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she lives here, I think. Yeah, no, she did. She moved over here. That's why she was here. Whereas Riho, Emmy, though that group yep. had not moved over here yet. They were still cross-brand between AEW and Stardom. And Sheeta should have been in front of, and maybe you turn her heel, and you just have Sheeta just destroying everybody, mm-hmm. and all challengers come in. When Thunder Rosa comes in, Sheeta destroys Thunder Rosa. Yeah. When, uh, um. What's her name? Who's the current NWA champion? Uh, uh, Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb comes in. Sheeta destroys Serena Deeb. You yeah. get that that Lesnar, God, I hate that Sheeta's always winning thing. Yep. But it's compelling storytelling. Yeah, I mean... I, I, and AEW misses the mark on the women's division. And WWE does too. Yeah. The but the is, strength of WWE's women's division kind of covers it. And they're doing it exactly backwards, right? AEW or uh, WWE is focusing so hard on Charlotte. Mm-hmm. That one person, right? The person that you know they want her to be champion. But the reason they don't have the belt on it is because the fans have backlash so bad about it, yeah. right? Um, but they're focusing so hard on that one thing. You go to AEW, where is the champion, right? Yeah, Sheeta has no focus. So, like, and they're they're doing this this eliminator tournament to determine a number one contender that I right? don't care about at all. They're not they're barely showing it on TV. It's mostly on YouTube. And hey, I get it. You're using YouTube to help promote your brand to do all and, this and kind and of you're, stuff. And you're you're using fine. that to get your your uh your your Asian women, yeah, um, the Japanese you women on there. Cool. Use YouTube. However, if you're gonna show these things on YouTube and it's gonna be tied in with some other stuff. Can we at least get 15 minutes on dynamite where you cover the matches? Yeah. I mean, they, they did a very quick replay the other night on dynamite. Yeah. Aja Kong beat this person and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Let me see a little bit of it. Right. Show me, show me some of these matches that are taking place in Japan. Mm-hmm. Remind me who Aja Kong is. Yeah. Remind me who Emi Sakura is. Remind me who these women are mm-hmm. because I haven't seen them in a year. Yeah. You haven't mentioned them in a year. Mm-hmm. I don't care about them. Yeah, exactly. Why should I? I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard about them in a year, you know, and they weren't, it's not like they were 
super name people that we had been around for years and then suddenly they vanished. Like, you know, somebody might come at you and say, oh, you know, you care about Edge and you hadn't seen him in blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but Edge, Edge was the biggest star the in biggest WWE. Show. Then he, he had to go. So when and, he came back. And when he we had were, to go. We were stoked, right? Edge was at the top of his career when he had to go. Edge had to leave as the WWE champion. He had just beat Alberto Del Rio the night yep. before at WrestleMania. Yep. And he had to leave. Yeah, so it's not the same. Yeah. And I've I seen, never I've seen what, okay. three Aja so, Kong look, matches. Aja Kong, Emi Sakura, all of these people that are over the, the Japanese women. Yes, I get it. They're huge in Japan. Aja Kong has a storied career yeah. in Japan. I understand that to some people she is their edge. Yeah, they talked about the fact that on one of the dynamites way back in the beginning, they talked about the fact when she was fighting Riho that she had been wrestling as long as Riho had been alive. Yeah. Awesome. Let me see some of those matches. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I get that. I get that. Make, make me care, basically. Because right now, I don't. But because I don't watch Japanese wrestling. I'm aware of New Japan to some extent, but I don't, I don't watch it. And it's not that I don't want to watch yeah. it. It's not that I can't watch. It's that I catch the highlights of it. My my week is full. I watch minimum of nine hours of wrestling a week. I have a girlfriend. I have a job, Mister Bragg. I have a life. Where do I fit in? Another another, another two hours. Two, three, four, six hours of wrestling. Well, it's like. Like, okay, um, one of the New Japan uh, pay-per-views was this weekend, and I forget the name of it. Um, but we had Moxley versus Kenta. Yeah. At it for the U.S. title. Moxley won. I went back. I, I saw some clips of it on YouTube. Looked like a, a fire match. I just really don't have time to keep up with all of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I really want to. I want to keep up with New Japan, but Kenta watching Kenta no. watching Kenta when he was Hideo Itami. Mm-hmm. I like the guy. Yeah. He's talented. The go to sleep that CM Punk made famous, Kenta invented. Yeah. Yeah. And CM Punk has said that. Yeah, I stole that from Kenta. I don't have time to go back and watch all of the New Japan stuff and then to learn all of their stars on top of everything else that I'm doing. I love wrestling. I wish I could. If this was my job, if this was the only job I had was to come in here every week and record and talk about wrestling, I would absolutely be watching New Japan. If we were Steven Larson from Going In Raw... And our job was to talk to you guys five to six days a week with, you know, if, if we didn't do like a conglomerate show like we do, and we did a Raw show, we did an NXT show, we did an AEW show, we did a SmackDown show, we did a news show, we did a, you know, yeah all this stuff. You know what? Okay. I'll yeah. watch. Yeah. And Raw, guys, we I'll want to Dark, do that. I'll watch Impact. I'll watch, I'll watch all of it. I can't. <laughs> yeah. God, we want to do that. We've talked about it. We have plans. If we can get this show to take off, we have huge plans. Yeah. But we're not there yet. Nope. And we're not going to be there for a while. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll see. 
you know, we got way we went way off, off track. Um, can can I, we talk? I, I do want to talk about one yeah. quick thing on NXT. The uh, the way, yeah. Oh my god, they are the best thing on wrestling. Uh, the fact that Indy kind of has a crush on Dexter Loomis, it seems like. Yeah, like I was like, hold on, is she like just pretending, or is there actual like you couldn't tell? Austin Theory and his responses, uh, Gargano calling him out on Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> Come on, man, that was fantastic. It was amazing. Like that whole match, that whole segment, Indy doing the call me, the call me, yeah, uh, you know, and Dexter's like. I'm not sure exactly what's going on here. Um, Austin being scared to hit him, mm-hmm. hit Dexter with the chair. Yep. Candace being exasperated because nothing is going right with all of their plans to try to cheat. And Dexter getting that win over yes. Johnny. So good. It was an amazing match. Like the storytelling in that match, the actual match itself, the, the, yeah. It was great. Cole, Cole completely turning his back on Undisputed Era. Yeah, no, that was that right there. We, we've talked about what we'd like to see them do with Undisputed Era, and we didn't want to see him break Undisputed Era up. Mm-hmm. But that's the storyline right now. That yeah. is the only, without taking Undisputed Era out of NXT and moving them up to Raw, which where do you put them in in Raw? Where right. do you put them in on SmackDown? This is the only thing that those four guys can do and you got Bobby Fish who's out right now. Yep. So you can't have Bobby Fish be involved in a tag title thing. You tear them apart. And maybe when Fish comes back, because I don't know how long Fish is going to be out. If he's out six months, right, eight months, when Fish comes back, you have him bring them back together. Yeah. And right. you have the rebirth of the Undisputed Era. You could do um, that. You could well, it's like you and I talked about. We wanted, I wanted to see the Undisputed Era be a thing, right? Mm. A, a like a bullet club almost. Yeah. A, this is above people, you know. Sure, Cole, Fish, O'Reilly, and Strong are Undisputed Era right now, but you know, Cole turns his back completely on on uh, Undisputed Era. Well, I mean, he did turn his back completely he did turn on, his bullet back on Bullet Club too. too. Uh, so Cole's out, right? But Bullet Club is still going, and you have somebody else come in, not Finn, not you know, no. Have somebody else come into Bullet Club. You you have O'Reilly. You have one of the guys left take over the leadership, quote unquote. We're saying Bullet Club. We we do mean undisputed we do mean era. undisputed era. But you know, I want it to be done like Bullet Club. I guess yeah. that's how I'm talking about. Yeah. It. Um, you have somebody else come in. You, that, now you've got the new guy, right? Uh, you have one of the old hats take over as the leader. We got a new guy in. Yeah. Maybe you break two of them off. Whatever. Maybe yeah. maybe uh, as time O'Reilly goes on says. You know, hey guys, this was a great run. Maybe O'Reilly separates himself amicably. You know, and they then throw Cole out. You know, whatever you the throw case Cole out, you throw uh, Strong out, and eventually you have an entirely new Undisputed Era. And in two, three years, you have Undisputed Era, who's maybe watered down at this point, mm-hmm. but they're still trying to come out and, and be the Undisputed Era. And you have the originals come back and be like. Yeah. Nah. You have ruined us. You've ruined our legacy. Yeah. And you have a story there. Yeah. Uh, what they're doing right now with Cole, because the, the match between Cole and Roderick that's probably going to take place in a week or two mm-hmm. is going to be fire. Absolutely. 
when we get to see Cole versus Kyle, that's going to tear the roof off the building. Yep. And I really think that Kyle O'Reilly is going to come out better for it. Oh, I think so. Because they are building Kyle to be a champion. Yeah. He's had two matches with Finn where and they're not ready to take the title off of Finn yet. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's put in the work. They're not ready to take the title off of Finn yet. Fine. I get it. Finn Balor's a big name. Mm-hmm. You know, it, pretty sure we're going to see Finn Balor at WrestleMania. WrestleMania is two nights this year again, guys. So that's two three-hour shows, four-hour yep. shows that they got to fill with matches. Mm-hmm. NXT is going to be involved. It's got to be, right? I hope it is. Uh, well, Finn Finn had an interview where he talked about the fact that he would love to have like a, because they were asking about TakeOver and they were asking about, you know, all that. And his comment was he would love to defend the NXT title on a TakeOver on like say Friday and then defend it at WrestleMania on Saturday. Yeah. You know, defend it once against Cole and then the next night against uh, uh, Loomis. I mean, not yeah. Loomis. Uh, Cross. Cross. Um, you know, that he would love that. Yeah. So. And there's stories to tell there that, you know, okay, he lo- he loses it to Cross mm-hmm. because Adam Cole beat the tar out of him the night before yeah. in his match with him, you well, know. You have you have Adam Cole just beat him bloody basically on Friday, but Finn wins. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to fight Cross. He's already beaten up, and Cole comes in and, interferes not like not like directly interferes not not as a you know working together with cross but just as a sour grapes type thing interferes cross wins then you have cross go to cole and say how dare you get involved in my business yeah and then cross annihilates cole you know um let's talk about cross is he a face sounds like it like, like in this the santos escobar thing he's he's kind of was the face yeah does he roll and become a face? I like this cross. Does, I do like th- I like this cross better than when he debuted. Yeah, I, I, I like the fact that they're giving him more personality than oh, me monster. Yeah, he's he's more than just a monster. He's a person who is a dominant. Yeah, fighter. Yeah, um, I'm cool with it. The Santos Escobar cross match that was, was really good. Really good. Really good. It started outside in the parking lot, mm-hmm. and well, cross. They they use the fact that Logado del Fantasma has three people. Mm-hmm. They maintained that Cross is still this monster, but he was not able to get the upper hand for any length of time because it's three people. Yeah, and then he took out all three of them mm-hmm. and got the pin and the win, which is what they should do. Uh, yeah, I mean all that's, that's how it should have. You know, the way they've been booking Karrion Cross, that was how it should have been. And the fact that it was an ODQ, that was the only way that Karrion Cross didn't steamroll Santos Escobar. Yeah. So, so um, let's touch on... We now, haven't touched on Raw at all. Okay, well, let me... One more thing okay. since we're on NXT. Okay. Killian Dane. Yeah. After they lost to the Grizzled Young Veterans, Dane is carrying uh, Drake Maverick back to the back to go see the doctor. Had a very interesting interaction. Okay. With his former sanity teammate, 
which I am completely blanking on his name right now. Wolf? Yes, Alexander Wolf. Where Wolf's like, what happened to you? You used to be a monster. Yeah. And just kind of looks at him with a little bit of disgust and walks away. Mm-hmm. Do we see Dane return to more of a monster dominant I would like to see that. Um, this this whole thing with Drake Maverick is fun. Yeah, but it's, but it's not, not doing him any favors. Any, yeah, I mean, not that he was doing anything right. beforehand. Um, so, I they would, pulled Dane into Imperium. That would be interesting. Um, I would also kind of like to see maybe him get Drake uh, tougher. You know, try mm-hmm. to try to toughen up Drake Maverick, basically. Um, I think that would Old be kind strokey. of a cool. Old Strokey. I think that would be kind of a cool uh, idea. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, All right. So let us, there, let's move back over to, yeah. to Raw. There wasn't a lot on Raw to, to really talk about. Um, the Miz TV segment I thought was pretty good, where Miz came out and talked about how, uh, you know, He's the dominant champion, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And Lashley basically came out and said, where's my money? And Miz is like, what do you mean? And Lashley's like, we had a deal. Yeah, we had a deal. The deal I was. the trash out of Drew McIntyre. You get the champion. You get the championship. I get a title shot. Yeah. I want it now. And Miz, and, is, and Miz like, is like, well, that was before I was champion. Now that I'm champion, I have a duty, yeah. uh, responsibility to, you know, and trying to talk up how hard it is to be champion, yeah. that you've got all these appearances that you have to make, and it was it was a pretty good segment. I, I got to admit, um, it really was the, the fact that Lashley says you got one hour. Yeah, you know, and I loved Adam and, Pierce being like, "Dude, you got one hour. Yeah. I'm not getting involved in this." Then Braun Strowman comes down. Where's my title shot? And you know, it's like, dude, you haven't been on TV for a while. You you don't just get to walk in and demand a title shot. I liked that touch, you know. I, I like that. I like that they put him in the match. Then you have that match later on where Lashley wins just to show how dominant Lashley is. He just beat Braun Strowman. It, it, was, it, it puts some more build on Lashley. Yeah. You know, it's not just him beating up Matt Riddle every day. Yeah. You know, he beat up another monster. That's... That's pretty good. Handily beat another monster. Yeah, that's pretty and, good. And, I mean, Braun didn't look bad either. Like, no. they managed to do it to where Braun didn't look weak. Mm-hmm. But Lashley has been built to be so dominant. Yeah. Which is a complete turnaround. Last year at this time, I cared nothing for exactly. Lashley. He was still embriled in this thing with Lana. Yeah. It was so and bad. It was... Now, I kind of I, I kind of like the Hurt Business. I kind of like this this concept that they're going with. Yeah, I, I like the Hurt Business less. I, I, I don't, I wish they weren't so full on heel. Yeah. I wish they were more tweener. Hey, more we're doing this for money. We're doing this for money. Yeah. Um, Which they had started trying to do. They started to do with Retribution. With retribution, and then they just kind of dropped that all, all together. Yeah. Um, there really wasn't much else to talk about. There wasn't. On, on Monday. Um, whatever push that Dana Brooke and, and Mandy, Mandy Rose, Rose were going to get, it's gone completely as they lost to Naomi and Lana. Um, 
AJ Styles, it looks like they're finally ready for Omos to start getting physical mm-hmm. because he's actually got he ripped the panel off of the back of the chamber so yeah. that AJ could get involved in the match sooner. Yep. I would have liked a little additional touch to that to where the ref didn't actually count when AJ got in and started pinning people. Yeah, like I, I, I really w- wish the ref would have been like, you're not legal yet. You're I not legal count. yet. I can't count. Like, And that would have been great. And have him be the last chambered door that was opened Yeah, so that he's in there the whole time Getting beat up, beating people up, but have somebody, can't do anything. Have somebody try to pin AJ and the refs like I can't count. He's, he's not, not legal. legal, you know. You know, to me that would have been a much more interesting story than him coming in and the refs starting to count. Like, oh, I guess he's in now, you know. Like, you know, um, Pierce came down during elimination chamber and threw Omos out. Mm-hmm. What was Pierce going to do if Omos didn't leave? Right. Like, I, I wanted more from that. Yeah. Um. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with Olmos. I don't think he's going to be good in the ring. Uh, I, I, I don't I think terrified. he's had enough time to be good in the ring. I am terrified that he is going to be the great Kali. Yeah. You know, just the way he walks, the way he moves. He looks so stiff. Yeah. And I'm kind of scared that that's what we're going to see. I think they, they brought him up way too early. Because of his size, the same thing they did with Nia or Nia, um, the same thing that they've done with a lot of big guys. They did it with Braun too, but Braun put the work in to become decent. Yep. I'm not saying that almost isn't doing the work because I don't know. He hasn't done anything other than throw a few people around. He's just been very tall, menacing guy. Catches people, yep. throws people. I'm afraid that he is going to be the great Kali. I don't know. I'm interested to see where the story goes, though. Mm-hmm. So. You got anything else? Man, I think that's it. All right. Well, on that depressing note, We'd like to say thank you to McNarb Gaming here in Gautier, Mississippi for once again allowing us to use this space. Oh, I do have one thing okay. real quick. Okay. It just, <laughs> and we should have said this at the beginning of the show, honestly. Um, wrestling lost another one uh, this week in uh, Josephus. Oh, yes. Yeah. He was on NWA Power. He was the question mark. Um, he played the young Bruiser Brody on Dark Side of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not a not a major name for most people in wrestling, you know, because power's been off the air for a while well, now. Power's been off the air, and it was never really it was all never that big. super major. Um, but it, it, it is, is another It is name. another and sad was, loss. He does have was, a young child. Yeah, and it was sudden. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the rumoring is going around that it was a stroke or an aneurysm or something like that. You know, this wasn't even, this wasn't even a Brody Lee sudden where, crap, something's wrong, and then a couple months later it's gone. This was a... Hey guys, I'm going to the you know doctor today. Blah 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 blah, and then tomorrow, gone. Yeah. So. So yeah. Um, did want to we, catch we that should have started quick. out with should've that. Should have started out with that, but I but, could, it, honestly it completely slipped my mind. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know much about Josephus. I did I see him either. a few times, uh, yeah. watching Power, but um, 
Yeah, I, I, I just don't know much about him. You're you're 100 right there. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, yeah. Once again, thank you to McNarb Gaming for allowing us to use their spot here. Check them out. They've got a lot of great selection. Uh, they got some new tins, and if you're a Dungeons and Dragons player, you can come get you a little card that you can keep track of all your stats. Yeah. Um, and and all that kind of stuff without having to dirty up your sheet. They've always got something new over there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. Thanks again to Big Dog Liquor. Even though we weren't drinking anything this week, you know that's where we do get all of our liquor for the show. Yep. Uh, he also has new things every week. You know, follow him on Facebook. He usually posts a picture of what they've got in. Uh, you know, give you a, give you something good to try out. You know, while you're yeah. while you're playing with your your new D and D card. Yeah, right? playing so, your new game of D and D. I mean, they've got the player's handbook. They got all they that got over all. here at McNarb. They got all the drinks that you could want over at Big Dog Liquor. Go check them out. Tell them we sent you. Yep. Um, like us, follow us on Facebook, and cheers. Cheers. <laughs>